Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is four real estate niches for 2021 riches. As we begin this new year, many are asking, where's the money in real estate? Well, there are four key areas where you can make a fortune this year. Look, I understand there's a lot of places you can get advice about real estate investing online, but you need to listen to my message here because what I'm sharing is wisdom, it's truth, it's signal from the real world, and it's going to help you become a more successful real estate investor. So let's get started. Niche number one is what I've always referred to as creative real estate investing. Now, how does that differ from traditional investing? It's all centered on how you get to the deal. And that is, with creative real estate investing, you're working directly with sellers. You're connecting directly with the property owner as opposed to a listed property with an agent where everyone else already knows about the property because it's on the market, or even if it's an auctioned property, a foreclosure auction, a tax deed sale auction, anything where the general public would know the properties for sale, that's traditional. Creative is when very few, if not just you, know the properties for sale. And that allows you to roll out a series of different creative techniques, whether it be simply getting the property under contract and then putting it back on the market and selling it where you have no cash and no credit involved in the deal and you can make a lot of money, all the way to doing more creative financing structures. You take it over owner financing subject too. If I'm blowing a lot of stuff through here, how about you grab my book if you haven't read it before? How to be a real estate investor. That'll explain to you a lot about creative real estate investing. I've actually, uh, if you get that book, you also get access to a free course to over 20 hours of me teaching this subject. So why is creative real estate investing so incredibly effective right now in 2021? Well, there's a couple of key factors, and these factors have been in existence for a while now, especially since COVID hit. And ever since COVID, we have been making an absolute fortune. In fact, when I put a video together about COVID in March of last year, I got a lot of criticism about how little I knew and, wow, Phil, you're such an expert, but how little you know. And it turned out almost everything in that video was absolutely spot on. And that's before we knew anything about what uh, this pandemic was really going to do to the world. So creative real estate investing is so powerful right now, primarily because we have not just low inventory, we have historically low inventory. What's inventory? It's the available properties on the market. So a traditional uh, home buyer is going to buy a home out there in the marketplace. They have less properties to choose from than ever before in the history of this calculation. So as a percentage of the total buyer pool out there, there's very little available. What that does in real simple terms, is create multiple offer situations anytime you put a property on the market. We're making so much money now because of this. Properties that should make maybe 20 or 30 in profit are making 40 or 60. It's incredible. It's a bonanza. Okay, the second thing that's fueling. Now, what's fueling this, this low inventory? Well, we have a, a bunch of things. We have low interest rates, and we're, we're still at historic lows. And it appears that's going to persist for quite some time. We can't tell the future, but it, it seems like it's going to persist for quite some time, these very low interest rates. That means that someone can buy more of a home with lower of a monthly payment than before when the interest rates were higher. So that means that that's pushing these prices up. And it's also driving demand. People want to buy because it's so cheap, the cost to borrow money. 
Now, the, the low inventory also stems from the fact that a lot of people during COVID decided not to move. And so they did not put their property up for sale. But yet, there's still people that are always getting married, having children. Life is still going on, right? And so what that means is there's always a demand for house buying. So inventories are just plummeting right now. And if you can get to the inventory before it ever hits the market, which is the definition I have of creative real estate investing, it's like printing money. This is the bedrock. This is what we're doing right now that my apprentices and I are making an absolute fortune. My apprentices, by the way, are the people that I personally mentor. And what we're doing right now with creative real estate investing is absolutely incredible. We're so thrilled, smiling from ear to ear, making a fortune right now, and you can too, applying this one technique. And if you don't do any of the other four, just do this one. You'll have the best year in real estate in your entire life. Niche number two, mobile home conversions. So our inventory levels are at all-time lows, but our inventory levels of affordable price point homes are even lower. There's very, very few options for first-time home buyers and those trying to get into their first home on a very tight budget. Mobile home sales have boomed. But here's the problem with mobile homes for real estate investors like us. Mobile homes are actually not real estate. They have a title just like a car or a boat. So the problem is you can't get the traditional loan options on mobile homes. These incredibly low interest rates, the interest rates for mobile home lenders is low too, but it's quite a bit higher. And there's, there's, there's uh, more stringent guidelines. So the brilliance of converting a mobile home into real property is that now it opens up all of these new lending options. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, USDA Rural has zero down payment. VA, FHA. So there's so many more options for buyers that you can sell the property for a lot more simply because of the new loan options that are given to it because it's now real property. Now you might be thinking, but wait a minute, Phil. Didn't you just make that argument in the video, the renovation delusion that we shouldn't do major rehabs? Yes, and I still stand by that. I'm not talking about you doing a major rehab on a mobile home. I'm talking about you taking the property from mobile home plus land status to a manufactured home on a permanent foundation. So how is that done? How do we convert mobile home into permanent foundation? Well, first, you have to own the land. The, the mobile home has to be on its own land. It can't be in a mobile home park. The land has to be at least owned by the person that you're negotiating with. Then you might be asking, well, so if the person owns the land, then when they put the mobile home on there, why didn't they just go through this conversion? I don't know. It was a no-brainer to just go to the conversion, but some of them didn't. A lot of these people own the land free and clear, and they own their mobile home free and clear. They don't have any loans on it. And so they just never saw a need to convert it. And that's where the opportunity comes in for you. Okay, so how do you convert this? It's called retiring the title. You're going to retire the title of the mobile home, and every area is a little different on how this works. Okay, I have experience in many states doing this with my apprentices, um, but uh, typically the concept is that you're going to take the title, there's a specific forms with the recorder's office and the property appraiser's office, and you file that, there may be a couple of small filing fees, and now voila, 
you've retired the title, the mobile home is now part of the, the land, and the assessors love this because they can jack up the tax rate on you. So they, they love these conversions. And then the next step is you may have to do something to make it uh, uh, lender worthy. And it's not every state that's like this, but an example would be Florida. Florida requires you, uh, and we just call it straps, requires you to do this um, addition of straps underneath the property, even if you have a permanent foundation. And if you don't, you'd have to do that as well. That does require a permit. And so what happens is once the straps are put on with the permit and it's approved, then it's officially real property. And that's when all of those different lending options roll out. Now, not every state requires this third step of having straps. But for those that do, there is that last step. And yes, it could require pulling a permit. So if you were gonna do any fix up, do the fix up before you gotta pull the strap permit. All right, so the mobile home conversion, this niche right here is huge. It's making a mint. There are some weaknesses though. The first major weakness is that the majority of mobile home conversion opportunities, the seller doesn't have a loan. Yes, you can try to negotiate creative financing where you can hopefully get on title with them being your lender and you don't have to put much money up. But that's pretty difficult. A lot of these sellers are not that motivated. They'll just sell the property all cash or they just won't sell it at all. So that means in a lot of these opportunities, you're gonna have to have real money. And the problem is hard money lenders don't like lending on these deals. Now I, as a hard money lender for my apprentices, I, I fund these deals, but I don't know of any other hard money lenders that do, but I understand this. I do these deals, so I understand this process. So you may have to have the real money, which is a problem for some, whereas this technique, I mean, literally, I, I started doing these when I was living out of my truck, right? I was homeless. So you could do these with nothing. Here, you might need some money. You might be able to create you know, some, some opportunities with, with some create, creative financing, but not really. And, um, and the other thing to point out is that it could take a little bit of time, right, to go through this title retiring process. And then if you are selling to first-time homebuyers, if they're getting an FHA loan, you have to be on title for 90 days before you can resell it. So there is a, a time delay as well on this technique. But again, still an incredibly powerful niche. Niche number three, flipping land. The demand for land is enormous right now. And it's coming from two places. It's coming first from retail buyers who want social distance. They want to get out of the clutter and congestion, maybe of the suburb they are in or the city they are in. They want more land. And there's a lot of demand for that. But that demand is hitting up those sizes of, let's say, an acre, five acres, 10 acres. In Florida, they call them ranchettes when it's 10 acres uh, uh, parcels. And so, yeah, there's huge demand for those. But there's also demand for even bigger lots of land because builders, they understand that we are at ultimate low inventory levels. They're trying to build, but they need land to do it. So huge demand both at the retail level and at the developer level for land. Flipping land does have its complications. It might seem simple. Hey, it doesn't involve a structure. How hard could it be? I've got a great video. 10 tips for buying land. Make sure you watch that video if you have any interest in diving into flipping land because there are some rules associated with that. You could really get squashed in land. Now, you can't really get in trouble if all you do is get it under contract, right? And then you put it on the market and see if someone's willing to buy it. It's when you actually close on it. But that's where the real money in flipping land comes in. Not if you simply get it under contract and put it on the market, but when you can close on the land and then subdivide it 
That's where the real money comes in. There's an old saying, uh, uh, two great businesses is to buy whiskey by the barrel, sell it by the shot, and buy land by the acre and sell it by the lot. So when it comes to flipping land, though, I will say this. You're probably going to be better off not diving into the world of development at the level where you have to get subdivision or platting approval from your municipality because that could take years or longer because you'll have a bunch of neighbors complaining that they don't want you know to take this country area and turn it into a bunch of subdivisions and you'll be battling for the rest of your life. Instead, where it gets really exciting is when you can weave into the maximum level of lots, if you will, that you can break up in a piece of land that you buy without having to get those approvals. In Florida, for example, it's five acres in most counties. So what happens is if you buy a 50-acre parcel, so long as it's got county-maintained road frontage, you can break it up into five-acre parcels and sell those without any county approval. And when you do that, you can make an absolute fortune. I know plenty of people doing that. And while I've bought a bunch of land over the last several years, I've been doing something different with some of my land. So flipping land, always a great niche, but right now, more than ever, it's absolutely fantastic. Yes, it's possible to just get the property under contract, put it on the market, and get a couple bucks. That can happen. However, the real money comes in when you can close on that land and then break it up into sections where you still don't have to go through a bunch of county or city approvals, and that's that's where the real money comes in. Okay, so one, two, and three, those are all short-term techniques. They're all going to make you a ton of money in 2021, but now I'm going to share with you a long-term technique that'll even make a bunch of money this year. Niche number four is vacation rentals. Yes, it is. 2020 even with the lockdowns, I made more money on my vacation rentals than in any other year. It was incredible. And I want to share with you why I moved into vacation rentals to share with you why that's so significant. So if we go back, it's been five, maybe seven years. I, I was so tired of any sort of traditional single family home rental. By that time, I had been doing rent to owns for a long time. But I was also looking for some other angles. We had done student housing, but I was looking for some other opportunities. And when I ran into vacation rentals, I actually thought I was late to the party. It turned out I wasn't, but I felt like I was late to the party. I was like, now this could work. I saw where it could mitigate so many different risks, cross so many different problems I've had as a, as a property owner. And so when I dove in, I was loving it. And I kept asking myself, when's the other shoe going to drop? Where's the problem I'm missing? And it just didn't come. And then, and then COVID hit. And I thought, okay, now we're going to see where the shoe has dropped. I've been loving this niche for five years, but let's see what happens now. And then I, I, my jaw dropped. As soon as things started to open back up, bookings went through the roof. And all of a sudden, the times of year when usually they're dead for some of my properties were now they were booking. And so I ended the year better than any other year. And I'm starting this year just absolutely on fire. There's some areas where I have properties that are usually a dead zone during January and February, and I'm booked every single week. It's, it's unbelievable. So this niche is huge right now. Now, why is it so good? 
Number one, nobody wants to stay in a hotel right now because of social distancing. And this may never come back. The hotel industry may never come back the way it has been. And that's because once people stay in a VRBO, Airbnb home, in a nice one where someone really treats it right, it's, it's such a better vacation. So I think, number one, there's a, there's a fundamental shift in where people want to stay. But number two, people want to get out. They want to travel. Now, I put here oceans, mountains, lakes because... The vacation rental niche is not working well near Disney right now. I mean, they, they had a hard year. Okay, so it needs to be areas where people have multiple things they can do. But what we have seen is so many of our guests are writing in that they're traveling because their kids can do school from home. And so they just want to get out and they want to have a little vacation. So the demand for vacation rentals has never been stronger. And it appears it's going to continue that way for quite a long time. So 2021 is going to be a huge year for vacation rental investing. All right, now that I've told you all the great news, I need to tell you some bad news. Let's talk about where your problems are going to be. So if we talk about this problem is about getting to the deals, right? The whole thing about creative real estate investing is to get to sellers before they, they put the property on the market or you know sell with an agent. And uh, we've mastered that art. It's taken us almost two decades now, but we've got it down better than anybody else in the world, I believe. Uh, this one here, the, the problem with this technique is that you may have to have the money. Uh, this one, same thing, but you may have to have even more money than this one. Where's the problem with this one? Well, turns out that the low inventory levels for people looking to just buy a home, the inventory levels in second home locations are even lower. In fact, I have properties in areas where the prices have doubled in two years. I've never seen it in my entire real estate investing life. I've never bought real estate on the speculation that it's going to go up in value. I've always invested based on the here and now, what it can produce for me. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing on my balance sheet, I'm looking at uh, my values, and I'm saying, oh my goodness, my values have doubled in two years. So, of course, I'm doing cash out refinances and investing more. The prices of real estate in the very areas where the best vacation rental investing exists, the prices have gone way up, way up. And I don't know how they're going to go back down. I, I, it doesn't appear to be something related to a bubble. It looks like that demand has, is just so strong for understandable reasons. These were areas where we did vacation rentals that we got in, you know, two, three, four, five years ago when we did the math and said, oh, this is a home run. I mean, you can't lose. And so now those prices have doubled or sometimes even more. And so you've got to buy real strategically. You got to be real careful else you're just barely going to break even. So that's the bad news with this niche. Finding the right spots. You need to find the locations where these, um, these counties or other municipalities have not put all of their firepower to shut them down. That's been happening. Changing the laws, making it impossible for people to do vacation rentals. Happens, happened to me. I, mean, I have really gone to task with some counties and some cities where I've had to sell my vacation rentals because they changed the laws. So there, there are areas that are, are becoming more difficult to do vacation rental investing simply because the laws won't allow it, but then also the prices have gone up so much. But when you can weave and bob and you can find those little pockets, and I'm not going to share that because I save that for my apprentices, but when you can find those pockets, this niche right here is a home run. It's making so much money. If you could get a time machine and go back three years and four years, 
then then you're then you're really sitting pretty, which is which is where many of our people are at that followed my lead back when I was on the, the vacation rental wagon before almost anybody else was. In fact, I'm actually going to put out a video uh, here real shortly of a before and after of a vacation rental that I transformed. And so you can see what I do in a vacation rental so that I get maximum revenue for it. All right, y'all. Well, I'm Phil Pustiowski with Freedom Mentor. Again, if you don't already have it, make sure you get a free copy of my book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. I share with you all the fundamentals. And look, I hope, I hope this year is a great year for you. I know 2020 was so tumultuous for so many people. Uh, we were very blessed. We didn't have any medical-related problems, me, my family, my employees, my, uh, anyone around me. Um, but we did make an absolute fortune in real estate. And uh, it's continuing right now. And it appears that the very same um, environment that existed for the past six to nine months is going to be at least for the next year. And so uh, if you've got the ability to, now's the time to cash in on real estate. It doesn't get any better than this.